All right. Good morning, everyone. Uh, let's let's start with yeah. Let's start with a, uh, uh, the opening prayer. Word of prayer. Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you again for this time together. Uh, the second day of Lent, uh, 2022. <clears throat> thank you for everyone who is able to join us for another day of daily breath. Lord Jesus, we continue with our remembrance of who you are, what you sacrificed on the cross for each of us, and what your resurrection means to the entire world. Help us each remember the hope that we have in you, our yes. Lord and our Savior. As we continue with our reflection and meditation of Romans, Holy Spirit, we ask for your guidance. We ask you to move among us and reveal to us your great love and your everlasting encouragement for each of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Uh, so uh, I want everyone to know something very obvious this morning. And it, came, it became more obvious yesterday. Uh, I, I am not Pastor Paul. And I have not studied the Bible in Greek. And my background knowledge of Paul's letter to the Romans is very much limited. Uh, with that, I, I do pray the Holy Spirit will, will help me and help us better understand the scripture we, we will go over today. The fact is that uh, Pastor Paul is a great teacher and uh, we should not take him for granted. Uh, so with that said, uh, one of my takeaways from yesterday's daily breath was that, um, and I hope you can guess this, Romans has the longest salutations among Paul's letters. Uh, you didn't expect that one, did you? Probably like uh, the king of Paul's epistle, but no, Romans has the longest salutations. How many of you have been guilty of quickly glancing through the salutations of the New Testament gospel letters without really understanding in detail what was written as we are going, as we're doing now? You uh, often skim through the beginning of the book until you get to the more meaty part of the text. We often miss or ignore who the letter is being addressed to or why the letter is being sent. For example, uh, who is Luke writing specifically to in his gospel? We should all know that. Do you recall who that person is? I have to admit that I too am guilty of this behavior. And especially in the letter written by Apostle Paul, it, seem, it seems his salutations are somewhat with a common theme or posture, and we can miss the nuances of whom, of to whom, why, and what he wants to convey in the name of our Lord Jesus. In Romans 1, verses 8 through 13, Paul continues on his introduction here uh, in the letter to the Romans. And I'm sure I have scanned through this text very quickly as I checked off Romans chapter one, 
while going through a yearly Bible reading plan. But today is different. So with that, listen now to the word of the Lord. Romans 1, 8 through 13. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his son is my witness. How constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I plan many times to come to you, but has been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. As we go through the text, in verse 8, Apostle Paul is thankful, filled with gratitude for God's work of grace in him and the people in Rome. His theme of gratitude and thankfulness of God's grace is expressed much uh, in his other letters as well. Corinthians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians, Timothy, Philemon. But, but Rome is maybe more special to him. Rome is the center of the known world, the Roman Empire. And news is now spread to Corinth, where he, where he is present when writing his letter. It must have spread throughout the empire all over the world. And there are now Christians, that there are now Christians in Rome. As Pastor Paul mentioned yesterday, Paul does not know these people, but he is thankful for them. He wants the church in Rome to know that he prays for them constantly as part of his service to God. Spirit-filled heart from a doulos mentality. It is his obligation. It is with, with a servant attitude that he prays for them, but he is spirit-filled with a genuine love of Christ for each believer. And he cannot st stop praying for them. Mm -hmm. Continues to pray for them. He is seeking God's will to finally visit the church of Rome in person. Paul has longed to visit the church in Rome. In an analogy of March Madness, going to Rome would be like going to the final four or the championship game. Mm -hmm. The gospel teachings to Rome would have to be complete because it would have far reaching impact. His message could be spread throughout the empire to the rest of the known world. He longs for the opportunity to work with the Christians in Rome to help them impart spiritual wisdom, reach out, and spread the good news of Jesus. He wants to help plant a church with the people in Rome. Verse 12, he wants to encourage them as he also encouraged 
as as they also encourage him and the work for for our Lord Jesus, knowing that Rome has Christian must have given so much hope for Paul. Paul wants the church in Rome to know that he has planned his visit many times only to be prevented until now. Together, he sees the growth of the church in Rome as part of his great mission of reaching out to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Two things that stood out for me as I studied these verses were one, uh, it was verse 10, as Paul continuously prays for the church in Rome and his desire to visit them, it is tempered by God's will to make this happen. He acknowledges that only God will make way for him to visit. Isn't this so true for us in our daily walk with God? There may be things that we have been longing for, like getting into a right school, good job, or a career, right relationship, family, and other things. And as we pray for these things, we need to acknowledge that it is according to the will of God. Even Jesus, as he physically struggled with going to the cross, and ultimately, he left it to the Father's will being done. Mm. We need to seek first his will and then obey. Paul is exemplary with the Romans, acknowledging it is God's will and God's good timing for him to visit Rome. Mm. I think I've learned that the hard way, especially with my kids. It seemed like I wanted to plan out their lives before they turned 10. <laughs> but ultimately, we need to submit and only obey. Secondly, Paul desired to help the church in Rome to impart um, some spiritual gift to make them strong. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. That's verse 12. Is that not what we strive for? Even today with our church body in Christ at Forest. It starts with house church and expands throughout our Forest Church community. When we have opportunity to express the Holy Spirit, mm. to produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm. then we are made stronger. Mm. Not only for the person that is the receiver, but also the giver. Both are encouraged. Paul acknowledges that he too will be encouraged to see the spirit work in others. I think the shepherd-sheep relationship is good uh, in this context. Mm. Paul is the shepherd who wants to help his sheep, and also the sheep thriving will also encourage the shepherd. Amen. We need to continue to grow in faith and mutually encourage each other. Mm. We pray that the Holy Spirit will be the encouraging bond for each of us. Mm. Okay, if we can pray, let me close with a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you again for your words through Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans. 
Holy Spirit, help each of us open our heart and our minds as we continue to read and study your word. Even if we don't always remember things the first time around, be patient with us and give us the willingness to learn over and over what you desire for us. Holy Spirit, help each of us encourage one another in faith. Help us to see Jesus's heart for us daily and help us to seek your will as we walk in faith daily. In your precious and holy name we pray, amen.